name's Jonathan Nato, and I'm a blind guy. Hi, everybody. My name is Hamad Zaidi, and I have a disability. And this is Limping on Cloud Nine. It is, and today's topic, Jonathan, it's going to be so much fun, man. It is about mopeds and mini bikes Ooh, or mini sounds... bikes and mopeds <laughs> that sounds like fun i always wanted i actually never owned like a dirt bike or four-wheeler or anything and i always wanted to own one. Oh my god how can you not i don't know really? yeah well uh, the where we lived in in connecticut we only had like a quarter acre of land so you know you're not going to do much there and my grandparents had a decent amount of land but i just i don't know my it's not that my parents didn't want me to. It just I don't never really had I guess the money to to buy one or whatever. But always wanted one and just never never got a chance to ride one. Yeah, well, it is amazing. And again, as you tell me these things you haven't done, it just makes me want to throw you on a mini bike in an open <laughs> field with a helmet and a bunch of pads on and say just go. <laughs> What I was going to say is, growing up in Kansas, it's almost a rite of passage, at least at the time I grew up. To have a mini bike. Yeah. And for those people that are are new to this podcast, uh, in the beginning when I say I have a disability, I have limited use of my left hand and I have a very pronounced limp on my left leg. Mm. So ba- basically my right side is normal and developed and my left side is skinny and not developed. <laughs> <laughs> so keep that in mind as you hear this whole thing with mini bikes. There was a kid that lived four doors to the right of me when I was seven years old. Mm. And he had a Yamaha YZ80, which was, I don't know why I still remember that exact model name. Yeah. yeah. But it was this incredible mini bike. I mean, it just <laughs> rocked, right? Yeah. And so he wanted to sell it. And I'm like, Dad, I want a mini bike. Dad, I want that mini bike. And my parents always had the out, right? They could say, well, we'd love to get your mini bike, son. But you can't get it out of first gear. The foot gear is with the left foot, and then the left clutch, you know, is on the left side. Yeah. So my dad's like, I'd love to get you one, man, but you can't because you can't shift it. So then I went over to my friend who was trying to sell his, and I said, man, can I ride it? And he goes, but you can't get out of first gear. And I said, all right, let me just ride it in first gear. And I get on this yellow Yamaha YZ80 and ride it around their backyard in first gear, right? <laughs> yeah. So I was going like four miles an hour or whatever it was, five miles an hour. And my friend's dad says, actually, they make mini bikes with lawnmower engines that are pull strings. They don't have gears. Oh, and, man. I mean, my, my, my dad, he looked mad. <laughs> 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 he was not happy. And then I'm like, really? So I started on this journey of finding one. And he kept on saying, look, it's too dangerous. It's too dangerous. It's too dangerous. And I kept on feeding back to him. I'm like, come on, dad. You said if I could find one that didn't have gears, you were game. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So after a couple of days of looking, I found one. No kidding. Right? What, now, now, were you looking through like newspapers, like like you know classifieds? Like, how how did you how did you find it? No, you know, I looked at a couple newspapers. I was seven, man. I couldn't. I did probably didn't even know to do that. My, yeah. I'm sure my older sister told me to try that. Yeah. But basically, I just started asking everyone in the neighborhood. Okay. And and somebody told me that a friend of a friend of a friend four blocks away had one, and. 
so I go to that house, and why do I remember this? Certain things in life you'll never forget, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. It was a blue mini bike. The name of the mini bike was a Scat Cat, like an S C A T dash K A T. Nice. A scat Cat. Nice. Blue frame, big, big, thick tires, and a lawnmower engine. I go there, and my dad's like, this seems too dangerous. And I'm like, come on, dad, come on. And so I convinced him. (laughs) And then he said, he said, we take this thing home. I will not let you use it until you learn it the right way. Yeah. Yeah. On the way home, he gets me a... um, a helmet? Okay. And I'll never forget the I'll never forget the helmet, man. It was a red, white, and blue evil Knievel helmet. Nice. Right? <laughs> awesome. So here I am thinking I'm gonna be evil Knievel on this incredibly awesome mini bike. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I get home, of course, my mom is like, no way in hell. Absolutely <laughs> not. Are you crazy? And she's telling my dad. Our son only has balance on one side of his body. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> right? And and my dad's like, you taught him how to ride a bike when he was five. He's seven now. I think he might be able to do it. And on and on and on. She's like, he's going to die. He's going to get in an accident. He doesn't know how to control it. it he can barely control his bike when she's right about that. <laughs> Barely control his bike, and now you want to give him a motorized vehicle? You're you're out of your mind. During the same time, and I don't know why I remember this, but during the same time, I found a snake in our backyard. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't a mean snake, nor was it a poisonous snake. It was a gardener snake, and they're pretty harmless. Yeah. Yeah. He had stars on his back, so naturally I named him Starsky after Starsky and Hutch. (laughs) So I had Starsky, Starsky the snake and this mini bike that I couldn't ride. So yeah. after four or five days of begging my mom, she's like, you know, you can only ride it in the backyard. So finally, Jonathan, Saturday morning, I get on this mini bike. We had a backyard, but we also had a side yard. And the side yard did not have a bordering fence with our neighbor. Yeah. yeah. So the side yard just went up a small hill and then went to the neighbor's yard. So Saturday morning, I get on this mini bike with my evil Knievel helmet on. And my dad's like, okay, the brake's on the right side, the brake's on the right foot, and this is called, you know, you know, this is how you gas. Yeah. The, and he's like, you need to go slow. And I'm like, I got it, I got it, Dad, I got it. And he goes, no, 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 slow. And right before I started, the neighbors came out. You know, my next-door neighbor? Yeah. The parents and my buddy, Jared. And Jared and his mom and dad came out, and his dad's like, hey, are you sure your son can handle that thing? And my dad's like, he'll be okay. He'll be okay. And so my dad's like, okay, gas. And I'm like, he goes, little bit of gas until you get going, right? So what do I do, Jonathan? You just throttled it. I throttle it, man. I, I throttle that thing. Like, Rrr! and I completely lost control of it. I went zipping up the hill. And I swear to this podcast, this is true. I smashed directly into a huge oak tree in my oh, neighbor's yard. Oh, man. Right? <laughs> 
I mean, the, the mini bike was built pretty well because it, it got a little dent, but it still ran. And my neighbor's like, you need to keep that damn thing out of my yard because I tore up his grass. And my mom's like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Right. Never again. We're going to sell it right away. Never again. <laughs> so she got upset and she took my two sisters to the mall or something. Right. Yeah. As soon as as soon as she left, I looked at my dad and he goes, she's going to kill you. And I'm like, Dad, I'll be back. So what I did, I got the the um, stupidity or courage, however you want to see it, or both, to put Starsky around my neck, my snake, <laughs> yeah. and ride around the neighborhood. Oh, right? man. So I, I rode that thing for about 10 or 11 days with my snake around my neck. Now, again, this is a gardener snake, so he doesn't bite. Yeah. And he's not, you know, just kind of hangs out. Yeah. And... Jonathan, you know, a lot of people thought I was a weird little kid back then. Of course, people still think I'm a weird <laughs> little man now. There's no difference. But I was thinking about this the other day. I'm not sure if the things I did made me weird or if I did weird things to be noticed. Mm, mm. You know, because, which is kind of weird, isn't it? Because I spend my whole life trying to be normal. But then I embrace the weirdness that I am. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of strange, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm su- I'm surprised the uh, the snake actually hung out around your neck. You'd figured it would do whatever it could to get off of you. Yeah, you know, Starsky uh, did that a couple times. And can I be blatantly honest with you why I stopped doing that? Would he jump off you while you were driving or whatever? No, no. I would have freaked out because he's my my baby pet. Yeah. Right? So he, he he relieved himself on me. Ah, man. While I was <laughs> while I was riding and I ran home to my big sister Dolly, you know, the one that's been on this podcast. Yeah. And I'm like, "Starsky's dying. He's dying. What did he do on my neck?" And she starts laughing and she's like, "He took a shit." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh." Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> right? So I had my mini bike forever, if you consider 11 days to be forever. Right? It probably felt like forever. It did feel like forever, you know, but unfortunately it was only 11 days. On the 10th day, the Oblin Park police finally caught me. Right? Oh, man. And, and thankfully he didn't do anything to me. He's, he, this cop pulls me over. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is like Starsky and Hutch. The <laughs> I'm getting pulled over by a cop, and I'm seven years old, right? Yeah. And so the cop, he looks at me, and he's like, okay, so you don't have a license. How old are you? And I'm like, seven, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he looks at me, and he goes, can you walk this thing home? Because I'm not going to let you ride it home. And I go, oh, man, you know, I'd rather ride it home, officer. You can be right behind me. And he goes, no. And you walk it home. And I'm like, I guess. Right? Yeah. yeah. And he's like, you're going to walk it home. I'm going to talk to your parents or if they're home. And thankfully they weren't. And, and he's like, and I don't want to see you on this again. So my mom and dad get home. And I just... I'm drained. I look like a ghost, right? Yeah, yeah. And my mom's like, did you wreck your, your mini bike? 
because I know you've been writing and I'm not stupid. And then I'm like, no, no. And I wouldn't want to tell her. And I finally said, you know, a cop kind of stopped me. (laughs) And she started fuming through the nose. She didn't yell at me at all. She was just fuming, right? Yeah. Yeah. The next day, my dad sold it. Oh, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't even want to know what was said to him at night. <laughs> yeah. He sold it. The funny thing is, the coolest thing about my dad is he, he bought it for 70 bucks. Yeah. He sold, he sold it for 85 <laughs> and, then, and then he told me, he goes, you can have the $15. Nice. <laughs> I'm like, awesome. I mean, 15 bucks today is still 15 bucks. Yeah. But back when I was a kid, 15 bucks was quite a bit. Totally. You know? Quite a bit. That would have been like 60 Dr. Peppers at the time. That was my mini bike experience. But, you know, I never got another mini bike. Mm. But I was hooked, man. You know, once you you'd ride a motorized bike. Yeah. Let me tell you, if you've never done it, 30 miles an hour on a mini bike feels like 70 in a car. Right. Yeah. You're on the two wheels. You have the, the wind blowing in your face or whatever. And it. It's awesome. Yeah. There's nothing like it. Still to this day, I keep asking my wife, do you mind if I get a scooter? And she goes, yes, I mind. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Let me just get like a little Vespa that I can buzz around. And she's like, I mind. You're a father of two daughters. You're an entrepreneur. You've got a lot of stuff going on. You don't need to kill yourself on a little (laughs) moped. You know? And, And so that brings me to the second part of our story. And that is, I never gave up my love for two-wheeled motorized vehicles. Yeah. yeah. And so when I was 14, I heard that all you had to do to get a moped license is to pass the written test, meaning that you didn't have to take a driving test for a moped. Oh, okay. Back in Kansas in the, in the 80s. Yeah. Right? And so I went on, well, there was no online. I went and got a, a DMV book and read all the rules of mopeds. You had to keep it under 50 cc. Like, you, you had to show proof that you had a moped, and it was under 50 cc's, right? Okay. And then I studied like crazy, and <laughs> I took the test, and it was 30 questions, and I got 28 right. right? Nice. So, <laughs> and so when I'm sitting down, people don't necessarily notice my disability. Yeah, yeah. Especially if I'm sitting behind a desk. Right. But as soon as I get up and start walking, she's like, hey, you passed. And I get up and walk toward her. And I'm like, that's great. And she gives me this look like, oh, my God. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I'm like, where do I take my picture for my moped license? And she's like, wait here. And she wasn't mean to me. I got to admit, she was not mean at all. But she starts whispering to three or four other coworkers, as she's pointing at me. Oh, man. Right? She's, she's probably like, I can't take this kid's picture. I'm not, I don't want to give him a license. <laughs> exactly, man. And she did, and, and I'm sure she's asking her supervisor if there's any restriction for disabled kids. Right. Right. Or, or something. There's, there's got to be a loophole here somewhere, right? And she couldn't find one. So I, you know, she begrudgingly gave my license, my moped license. And... It was amazing. You know, my first moped was a hand-me-down from Dolly. It was a orange Suzuki FA50 with a white basket on it, right? <laughs> yeah. 
it topped out at 23 miles an hour. Nice. So I had that for a while and then sold it and then upgraded it to a Honda, a black Honda chopper. It was okay. a moped, but it looked like a chopper. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable, man. I mean, and that did a little bit faster. That did, that did 34 miles an hour. But, you know, for people that have listened to our podcast for a while, I, I used to say, and I still say, that the three things that really put me in motion and gave me tremendous confidence were learning how to ride a bike, learning how to tie a shoe, and learning how to drive a stick stiff car. Mm, mm. But, you know, the moped and the mini bike were just the next extension after learning how to ride a bike. Yeah, yeah. So and, d- did your parents you know, give you a hard time about the moped? Like, was, or, you know, I mean, you're older, so I guess it maybe it was a little bit different then. My mom would never let me leave without praying for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Mom, I'm just going down to Tiger Records, you know, to spin some records. Or I'm going down to 7-Eleven to get a Cherry Icy or a Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Or I'm going. Or I'm going to Pat's house or, or the mall or the mall. But it's amazing to me now that I am a parent and I know, and I know you are as well. I can see the fear I would have if one of my daughters or both of my daughters wanted a moped or God forbid, a mini bike. Right? <laughs> and, and I often have wondered why my mom and dad allowed me to have the mini bike. I think it was just their constant journey of trying to make me feel as normal as they could yeah well plus i think your dad would you know your because your dad was like ah sorry Haman, you know i'd love to get you a mini bike and he 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 always had that excuse in his back pocket like look you can't get a first gear man it's too bad I'd, I'd buy one if we could and then you know when your neighbor's like hey by the way did you know they make these and your dad was probably like Shut up, dude. <laughs> like, you know, like, now now I have to buy from my son because I've always told him, oh, too bad if we found something, you know, I'd buy it. But, you know, he was always kind of banking on, you know, there, there, would, there would never be that possibility, you know? Yeah, no, it was really crazy. That was a really amazing year. The reason I wanted to share that, we always talk about our experiences, whether it be in, in adulthood or childhood, but one thing that we don't really touch on is other parents that have children with disabilities. Mm. Let these podcasts serve as, as part of a blueprint, maybe not your absolute blueprint, but part of a blueprint of, hey, you know, your kids know they have limitations, but it's kind of your job to help them feel like they can do as much as they can possibly do without yeah. putting them in danger. Yeah, yeah. Cool, man. Yeah, so if you guys want to check us out, we're on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, uh, on every other podcast catcher on Android, I'm sure. So, you know, thank you to everyone that's listening and downloading. You know, the numbers keep climbing, so we thank you so much. Keep sharing the podcast on the social media sites. You can also follow us on Twitter, find us on Facebook, and let's see, what else I'm going to say? Oh, and also check out uh, 59 Seconds on Cloud Nine of Cloud9. Uh, that is also on limping on cloud9.com. You can find 59 Seconds of Cloud9 also on iTunes, Google Play, and I don't think it's on Stitcher yet, but it should be soon. Um, so you can also check those out. And don't forget to check out toysaccessible.com. You already know what's there if you've been listening for a while. Toysaccessible.com makes toys, creates toys with kids' uh, disability needs in mind. So blind, deaf, uh, vision, uh, not vision impaired, um, 
learning disabilities, uh, you know, all types of uh, all types of disabilities. These toys are created with these uh, hurdles in mind. So check out toysaccessible.com. That's great. And if you want to reach us, please email us at info at limping on cloud That is info at limping on cloud And that is the number nine. And everyone, thank you for listening and downloading. We'll talk to you next episode. See ya.